Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. That is the phone number if you would like to leave us a message. It is 1032 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. But before we get to... Our fabulous phone calls from our fabulous, wonderful listeners. You've got a story first, huh? I think I've told this story before, but so the we, last segment we talked about the lottery and the amount of money the lottery uh, gave back, I think is how they word it, the, the, to the state, send back, whatever. So the way the lottery works, again, if you missed the last segment, is they, because the government recognizes when they have to do something efficiently, there's no way they can possibly do it. So the lottery is designed to make money. So government recognizes, boy, we're the last people that should be in charge of that because we're trying to make money. We actually have to appeal to people to get the money. We can't take it by force. So they hire a private firm Mm-hmm. to administer the lottery. Now, the state protects the monopoly. They make sure you can't just start your own lottery. They totally rig the system in favor of this private firm. But in terms of marketing and the printing of the tickets and you know all the things associated with it, there is an outside agency that is actually the Hoosier Lottery. Which is set to get a $19 million bonus. Yeah, I mean, look, look they, they, I think I think the way it works is they get a certain amount guaranteed and then, you know, they split above a certain amount and there's, you know, there's a formula to d- determine it. And so... <laughs> So, um, I actually interviewed once to be the, I think it was, the title was communications director for the Hoosier Lottery. Sure. And I don't want to say too much about why I interviewed, because it involves me trying to get the heck away from the Indiana State Auditor's Office. You just wanted to be the person on TV when the ball drops I to was, announce the numbers? I, well, I have to save my state auditor stories for when Mike Pence declares he's running for president, so I don't want to give away too much. But I was desperately, in any shape, form, or fashion, trying to get out of the state auditor's office and away from state government. And somebody, a very respected person in state government, said, man, you would be perfect Mm -hmm. for the state lottery. Like, it's fun. It's kind of like a Willy Wonka factory. They're inventing new things. You're a character. You'd be great over there. And so they connect me with, you know, whoever the person is. They say, hey, this job's open. You'd be great. So I talk to the person on the phone. Oh, yeah, we're we're all about fun. We're all about creativity. And we're, you know, we're having a good time. But we're down to, you know, business when it comes time to making money. But we want to have a good time. We'd love for you to come in and interview. Perfect. Okay, great. So I get ready. I get interview, you know, set up. We go in there. And... (laughs) And so I'm thinking, all right, I'm totally, since it's about fun, it's yeah. about having a good time. Yeah, play here. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going to knock it right out of the park and just get them right when I sit down. Turn that personality and, on. And so we do the walking tour and it's, you know, lights are going off and it's colorful and, you know, there's Oompa Loompas making lottery tickets and it's the whole works. Like, okay, this is exactly as they described. So yeah. they sit down and, and they say, well, hey, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. And I said, oh yeah, you know, I'm happy to get to that. I said, but first I have a very important question for you guys. And they're, <laughs> you know, kind of intrigued. And, well, sure. Yeah. I said, yeah. it's just, just amongst us and <laughs> won't leave the room. 
just how rigged is the lottery? <laughs> and remember the scene in Animal House where the guy goes, "If I were you, I'd be leaving." What a great idea! <laughs> yes, didn't go over too well. Needless huh? to say, I did not get a call back. So. Mm. Uh, Really? No, I got nothing. Not even a, you didn't get the job, uh, just an absolute nothing. So apparently that was 100, uh, no no fun of any kind is apparently the rule when it comes to making jokes about the lottery being rigged. Were you making a joke or did you really want to know? Well, I just got (laughs) a... I was hoping, you know, as we built up a rapport, they would talk about, you know, what the the odds are. I know those are actually on the tickets, et cetera, but that's my... uh, were you disappointed? Or were you like, okay, next, move on? Uh, no, because I think I've told this story that my goal was then to get the heck out of state government altogether. Mm-hmm. And I left. And then I made the egregious mistake when they came back and asked me to be the pharmacy board director of accepting that job. And that was even worse than the first job. <laughs> and I've got so many stories on all of that. Right, right. Uh, but we're, we're just waiting for Mike Pence to announce waiting, that he's running for president. Waiting, uh, you know, because I'm a big believer in getting what you deserve, Casey. And, mm-hmm. and I've been waiting about... Uh, uh, well, what's this been? Eight, nine years now to just just tell these stories. Open so up the vault and people, let it out. People will know the sort of governor Mike Pence was in my hopes of Mike Pence getting just, well, you know, just getting exactly what he deserves. And if I can help facilitate that in any shape, form, or fashion, we've got some great stories. We're just waiting for Mike Pence. Well, we did start off the show by quoting Tom Petty. The waiting is the hardest well, part. But we will wait no more for phone calls at 317-684-8444. What do we have on deck? Uh, our man Drake. Super fan, Mm -hmm. one of the most loyal, beloved listeners uh, to all the shows here on WIBC. Mm -hmm. Uh, He called with a little bit of an uplifting message for our show. Hey, Kendall and Casey, it's your boy Drake. That's right, the number one WIBC super fan. Anyway, guys, uh, this message, I've I've noticed you guys have been getting a lot of hate voicemails lately, and it just gets under my skin. So this message is actually for them. So here we go. Listen up, you tree-hugging, tofu-eating, French popcorn, little farting fairies. You do not get to call the Kendall and Casey show and tell Rob what to do or how to do his show. And you most definitely don't get to tell the sexy, elegant, and classy Casey Daniels what to do or how to do her show either. You understand me? That's right. WIBC superfan just said it, and that's the bottom line, because Drake for America said so. Love you guys. Keep being you. Cheerio. Yay! Good Drake! job, Drake. Woo! Love him. We should also point out mm-hmm. that Drake and his wife have waited a very long time to have a baby. Yeah. They are expecting a child. Mm-hmm. And Drake invited basically every single person here he, at WIBC to his baby shower. Yes, he did. He did. And it's it's going to be fabulous. They're going to have a bounce house. Uh, he's going to have all sorts shower. of things. I wonder if they're going to have adult beverages. Well, I would hope so. I mean, it's not for the baby. With the entire WIBC staff there, that could get scary. He sent me a really nice message on Twitter the other day. He he asked if I had any bad angles. (laughs) 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 I was tempted to send him some pictures with a lot of bad angles, but I but I didn't. Uh, Drake is a phenomenal person, Mm -hmm. and uh, we are very happy for him. Yeah, we're very happy for him and his uh, wife, and can't wait to welcome the latest Drake. Yes, absolutely. All right. uh, So yesterday we talked about DeSantis making the announcement tonight. We started our show with that. Mm -hmm. Yesterday we talked about there was an article. I think it was in Newsmax. It was talking about how DeSantis's play, one of his plays, is going to be for older voters. Right. Who he believes 
there are areas where Trump is vulnerable in kind of that traditional nuts and bolts politicking. And this relates specifically to prescription drugs, Mm -hmm. the price of drugs for senior citizens. And we kind of talked about, well, it'll be interesting in a world where you're making your announcement on Twitter, which is a play to the masses, can he execute enough of this nuts and bolts campaigning, this constituency and that constituency, to make a difference in places like like Iowa, and some guy called very concerned that DeSantis is going about this all wrong. Hey, Rob, and Casey, this is Indiana Joe in Texas. I'm listening to your piece about uh, Ron DeSantis appealing to baby boomers. There's a problem with that in this upcoming election. I read an article where, the, and I'm a baby boomer, uh, we're dying at like 2,000 a day. So if you do the numbers on that since the 2020 election, it's that many fewer Republican and Trump voters. So the only way you're going to win this election is you're going to have to appeal to people you don't really like when you're 40 or 50 years old, and that would be the 20-somethings and the 30-somethings. Uh, if the Republicans are relying on the baby boomers to get them elected, they're barking up a tree that doesn't have much fruit on it anymore. So interesting take. I like your take on how they're trying to appeal to a group that's uh, shrinking and not going to be able to get them elected. Thank you. Have a great day. Well, that's an interesting thought. Here's the thing, though. If you look at total voters, though, because of the percentage of people who vote, there's still far more people from that generation who are voting mm-hmm. as compared to, say, people in Kevin's generation. Yeah, or the Gen Zs. Uh, and the Gen Zs are less apt to vote. Yeah. They just don't do it. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're right. And, and uh, this is where I come back to the thing with Trump, which is Trump needlessly brings a whole bunch of people who otherwise would be not be in the equation into the equation. They don't care who he's running against. They show up just to vote against him. Mm-hmm. Like, to, I'm sure you have these conversations with your daughter about some of her friends. And I know your daughter's a little more in tune than the average person because you have these conversations with, with her. But your daughter's underachieving friends... <laughs> <laughs> probably have no idea who Ron DeSantis is. There's probably no, in general, no passion for or against mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis. And that to me is fine because if they if they look at Biden and go, that guy is 8,000 years old and he sucks at his job and he doesn't know where he's at half the time, so I can't vote for him. And I just don't like that other guy because he's a Republican. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, the hatred for the, the other guy who they don't know anything about doesn't compel them to go vote for the guy who doesn't know where he's at. Then I consider that a win because the old people are going to vote for the Republican. Right. They're going to go out and they're going to vote. And the thing is interesting about what's going on on the college campuses is she does live in a house with a bunch of engineers. There are mostly conservative and yes they do know who Ron Oh DeSantis well I'm is. such a well excuse me but, sorry for trying to have a radio show over but here But it's it's the actually getting them to go vote like they are definitely opinionated but there's a difference between having an opinion and actually Is the line too long is that it you know what? It, it, is that, I'm, I'm not even being facetious. Is that it? Like what? It's How partly can, because we've had this conversation before where you could go give away free sandwiches and that's more enticing to go get them to vote than per- preserving their liberties. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, that's a hassle. And half of them, when they're away at college, they're not where they're allowed to vote. Yeah. So if you could make that a change, I remember I think driving you'd get much more back from Indiana State the one year I went to, to go Indiana vote. State to go vote. Like I remember that being a. But big you're dip- an anomaly because yeah. you're you. That's not the average college we student who is make, completely getting indoctrinated. By the way, on the college campus, we need to make people more like me. 
I think that should be our goal. <laughs> By the way, can I, can I just say the highlight of this whole segment was Casey going, oh, my daughter's friends are engineers, and they certainly do know well, who I Ron mean, DeSantis is, you know dummy. She, you know she goes to Purdue, and it's a big engineering school, so they, they do a lot of them. They, they, they know who Ron DeSantis is. That's almost as offended as Casey got with the men and the women's sports. My daughter's an engineer, and her friends sure do know who Ron DeSantis is, a-hole. Well, you were trying to call her friends dumb. No, I just said most (laughs) college kids generally don't engage in the world of overachievement. But apparently, we found the one little (laughs) dorm room of overachievement, (laughs) you know, this side of the Mississippi. They they just need to be less like themselves and more like Rob. That's right. Make make America Rob again. Oh, no. Uh, Hammer is next. Speaking of underachievement, Hammer is next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.